1: Welcome to the Real Features Podcast. As part of our coverage of this year's Melbourne Documentary Film Festival, we're so pleased to get a chance to speak to this talented Australian filmmaker, He's an actor, writer, director, producer, and is currently writing the success of his multi-award winning documentary called Surviving Sunset, an Actor's Hollywood Journey, which has cleaned up the top honours at festivals all over the world with the next stop, which is, of course, the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival. Um, please welcome Sean Anthony Robinson. How are you going? G'day, you know, mate. That was a great <laughs> intro, mate. I was like,
0: <laughs> like... Yeah, no, you, you should just keep doing that. You're really good at it.
1: <laughs> I, <will. laughs> I can keep going. Oh, I'll
0: keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> you can just sell the film money. That's yeah. great. <laughs> right.
1: There's your tagline right there, yeah. <laughs> No, but congratulations um, on the film. It's, uh, yeah, absolute, absolute. I, I mean, we, we usually do a, an episode as well. Um, we've covered, um, uh, the documentary film festival last year. We're going to do another one this year. We count down our top five favorite from the festival and yours is definitely very high up on that list for us. So, um, oh wow, dude, uh, that's
0: that's oh, I'm honored. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a journey. I can tell you that it's, uh, yeah, it's been quite, a, quite a trip,
1: <laughs> absolutely. I can imagine. And and you know, we talked about you know, all the you've cleaned up at the a lot of film festivals all over the place. And and how's mm-hmm. that been? You know, that whirlwind. And are you getting the frequent flyers, uh, up? Are you you're traveling around, mm-hmm. or sort of, can you do it all from your home, uh, <laughs> in Sydney?
0: Well, I've been lucky enough. I, I mean, the first festival, um, I won at was here on the central coast, which was the Salt Horse, um, Salt House, Salt House Film Festival, yeah, um, at from, um, Um, yeah, from up here on the Central Coast. And then it just sort of after that, I didn't get a screening out of that, which I think might have been a bit of a godsend in some ways because it's allowed me to get this other screening here. But since then, it went America and then a bunch of festivals over in America. And then in, uh, I think it was like October, November last year, I got the the LA Film Festival, LA, um, like, like, and they said to me, we'd like you to come and screen your film here in Los Angeles. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, so I'm like, yep, yeah, see, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm out of here. Um, got on Channel 7, talked to them about it. Wow. Um, got into a few other festivals. Now, I, I didn't get into any of the really big festivals. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think it's about, you know, the size of the festival you get into. It's about who's in the audience, who watches it. Absolutely. And, you know, and who, who it reaches, you know. If, if one person sees that film and walks out and goes, Yeah, I'm gonna give it a crack. Absolutely. Then I've done my job. Yeah, you know? that's right. Absolutely. It's yeah uh, so it's it's been good. And to get this festival in Melbourne well far out. Yeah. That- Blow me away. <laughs> the, one really, of the biggest really in has. Australia,
1: isn't it? So yeah, it's a great, great, um, and and the lineup's great. So, you know, it's a it's a good one. And we should mention as well what the documentary is actually about. Um, so I'll give it a crack and you can correct me if I'm uh if this summary um nail it. it. So I'll try. Um so in my my, uh, I think it's a pretty honest and real story of your journey to Hollywood as an actor, and obviously trying to make it, you know, everyone, you know, in Hollywood in the big time. Um, and during that journey, you show all the highs and lows of the industry, and just how lonely and, and challenging it can be. While tapping into some really raw interviews with other fellow actors and their experiences and lessons learned and things like that. So, how'd I do? Dude, that's that's
0: <laughs> no mate, you you nailed it, man. It it is it has been a it has it has been a very personal journey, yeah. But I, at the same time, you know, speaking to all these other actors has um, not just opened my eyes to the industry, but it's opened my eyes to, you know, some of the things that I thought were really, really uber bad about my journey aren't as bad, and I and I can look at them in different ways. And I thought yeah. maybe if I shared that journey, you know, being this big, rough, tattooed guy. You know, getting out there and talking to people and just listening. Yeah. And, you know, and taking the advice, you know, you, and the thing is you don't actually have to take everyone's advice. Yeah. But listening to it and, you know, you can tap into it, but then you've also got that little bit of advice in your bank. Yes. Yeah. So you go back and go, oh, what did that person say? No, okay, okay. What I'm going through isn't so bad and it will get better.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And that's, I think, I think you've got to allow yourself. I think what a lot of people do is they, they don't allow themselves to fail enough. Yeah, yeah, and when they do, that and if they and if they are finding that they're having a heap of problems in that journey, it's like, well, it's because you haven't failed enough. <laughs> you need to you need to fail a bit more to learn from those failures to go. Oh, that's what I want. That's what I okay. That's what I'm supposed to do. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, without failure, there is no success.
1: No, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's rare that people go to Hollywood and kind of, you know, just get it in one unless, you know, they win a reality show or something like that and they get in there. But, um,
0: yeah. Even they're short-lived, you know. There's only been very few people that have got into those industries, you know, got onto, you know, Australia's Got Talent, America's Got Talent or Mm. one of those shows that has actually stuck at it. You know, Kelly Clarkson, for starters, you know. She was the very, very, very first person who did America's Got Talent. She won it, and she's still singing to this day. That's true. So she took that opportunity. Others. But she, she talked. She walked through the door, and she did the work. She did. Yeah. They said, "Here's the door. It's gonna be hard." Yeah. And she went. I got this. <laughs> and she did the work. She did. She did. You know, know, and that's what it's about. It's a, it's, you know, you can have an opportunity open for you or a door open for you and you can walk through that door. But if you walk through that door and accept the people to be sitting there going, here you go, sir, would you like some grab a part with that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong job, buddy. Exactly. (laughs) You're in the wrong job. (laughs) The Calvary's not coming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, and you know, your, your documentary covers that so well. You know, you talk about, you know, Hollywood and acting and everyone sees the glamorous side of it, but, you know, showing just how hard that grind is and, and things like that, you're almost sort of exposing that, you know, behind the 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 shine and, and gloss of it, you know, how just how challenging and just, you know, all the, you know, actors that we know in households today, you know, just the effort that they would have got to. But um how has sort of, you know, the reaction from, you know, our fellow actors and peers, you know, been, um, as it has people sort of reached out to you and sort of, you know, and obviously you you interviewed a lot of people during it as well. How's their reaction been given the topic and and you know kind of showing that side of Hollywood? Yeah.
0: I think a lot of it has been um ninety five percent of it has been positive yeah that have come back from other actors, uh, especially the actors in the film and other actors that have you know I've said, hey, um I need you to have a bit of a look at this and tell me what you think before I you know I did a, a bunch of screenings, private screenings to sort of get some feedback to work out where it needed to be and my editor went back and I went backwards and forwards and then but what we've got now and the stuff that I've got from the from people now has been, it's been positive. A lot of people, some of the people came out to me at the screening in in Los Angeles and sort of said, "Wow, you sort of reminded me of what I went through when I first came to Hollywood." Yeah. And why I and and you made me sort of respect my journey a bit more. Wow. And I think that for me I was like, "Wow." Yeah. You know, that's a that's a massive call, and I was, like, I was, you know, sort of thrown by that. But I think it was also to to turn around during the screening of the film, and you're turning around and you watch the people's faces. Yeah. And I was between crying myself wow. because I couldn't believe that I was actually having a screening, but then watching people react to certain parts of the film it was I could see that it was hitting those you know the the, the little quirky bits they got my quirkiness yeah so there was that there, there was that up and down there was that the up yeah. and down ride you know when they when I when they needed to the feel they felt yeah and you can see some of them sort of I saw some of the actors that were in it reacting to themselves and going <laughs> and I saw one person go Wow, I've changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's about. It's all about growing." So, exactly. yes, you have. <laughs> 2017, I interviewed that person. It's a long time ago, <laughs> you know. i um, young Christian Isaiah, you know, um, from Shameless. Oh, he okay. he was amazing. Like, you know, I interviewed him when he was like on my first trip, and having him now, you know, being an older teenager. Sitting back and watching himself, and watching the film, and he came up to me, and it's weird, you know. I I've, I've watched this kid, I've seen him on the billboards and all that sort of stuff, and I don't get um fan, I don't get all fanny with people. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, you you work in the industry, yeah. But when he came up to me, him and his mum came up to me and said, you know, and the poor bugger was trying to fight just to keep his eyes awake, and um. He came up to me and and his mum came up to me and said, we're really proud of you, mate. You know, that's a really good, it's a good effort. You know, you've done a really good job. You should be proud of your your job. And I, for someone, even though he's very, he's at the right at the very start of his career and he's worked with some of the biggest names in the industry and for him to turn around and say that, you know, and it wasn't about, um, you know, I could have turned around and said, whatever, kid. Yeah. But it wasn't about that. It was about the fact that, He's another actor, and he sort of he got it. Yeah, yeah. Him and his mum, they both got it, and I was like, "Wow!" So, I mean, the reaction has been good. There's been a few people that have sort of gone, "I don't get it. You're really? an actor. Who cares?" Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, fine. Yeah. But you don't mind going to the cinema and watching the movies, but do. But that's all right, buddy. Don't worry about what that person's going yeah. through. You just you just go, buy your ticket, eat your popcorn so, and have go, a good day. Go not
1: enjoy Fast and Furious or
0: whatever you want to watch. You know? <laughs> you <can> no. <laughs> so it's I think it's I, I'd like to I I think it's just a decent window into what's happening. And I think the people that have come to me and said, I think the feedback's been, you know, decent. Yeah, it had You know, there's been, I've had a few people sort of, uh, a few festivals sort of write back and I've said, oh, could you, you know, never ask why. Never yeah. ask why your film didn't make it. Never ask, oh, could you tell me why? Yeah, You don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you've got some, you've got some, I'm thinking I had this young person that was just having a really bad day. Yeah. And they just told me that no. is some mixed up amateur rubbish that, you know, you'd find it. And I'm like, and I wrote back, "Thank you very much. You have a very wow. blessed day. I I appreciate you, as they wow. say in America. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate, you. You. I appreciate yes. you, Sean Robinson." And then <laughs> I just said, "Thank you." I sent, I sent it, and as I sent it, I was like, "Yeah, yeah was <laughs> overly friendly
1: and overly nice, essentially." We had a nice little stadium. cry in the
0: corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it does suck. I know it does. Good. <laughs>
1: Oh, jeez. Well, clearly you've got a a talent, you know, as you you said, you know, the reactions you've had, you know, seeing how well it's done in festivals outside of that that one dickhead who's obviously said that to you, but (laughs) but, um, you've obviously got a, a real talent as a, you know, filmmaker in, you know, doing documentaries. So is that... It, has that sort of tapped into something? You know, are you going to keep, you know, exploring? Um, you know, are you thinking about making another one, or you know, what yeah. do you do
0: next? You know, how much. I really want to say no. I'm never making another documentary ever again. I want to say that. I really, really, really want to say that. But I know that it's going it's gonna happen again. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, I'm sort of not not being the producer, but hopefully the director still. I'm working on a project over in the States at the moment that hopefully once, um, you know, once things sort of start taking off and they've put their bit of pen to paper and and said this is happening, then we're we're working on another, I might be working on another documentary Mm. about another person in the industry. Wow. So it's actually a bit more of a centralised about a actual actor in the industry who's no longer with us. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's a bit more of a story and a bit more of an in-depth story into them. You know, right up to their leading up to their death. Oh, okay. So wow. um, that's powerful. a bit, and it's which is really good because the the, the you know the person the, the person in the film is pretty well known. Was well known. He was on the t on the. We all you know anyone that's in their thir- late thirties to the early thirties to to forty foot to mid forties would know would be like okay. wow wow I know this guy this is great so. Okay. Obviously, you can't. I can't say f all about stuff all, but yeah, there's stuff I'm sort of we're trying to get you know pushed off, and then I've also thought about doing other stuff, but I really want to try to get myself back into the acting and the directing. Yes, and yep. I'm looking at trying to direct some sort of dark comedy.
1: Okay, there you go. A bit of,
0: you know, action. So I'm just waiting to see what happens. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, You've got to sort of keep pushing. <laughs> so, I've got a few things happening for me when I get back to Vegas, so wow. um, All right, we'll that'll see. be in the end of August. We'll be keeping an eye out for that. That
1: sounds exciting. Okay. Yeah, I understand you can't say too much at this stage. So, I've no, and it's best.
0: I, I've learned yeah. that it's best not to say too much because if you say, Yes, yeah, so I'm doing this, man, and I'm doing this and this and this, and they're like, So, Sean, how's that film that you told us all about going? And you're like, Yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so, it's best best of always saying, I mean, yeah, there's, there's work coming up. That's obviously why I'm moving over there. I've yeah. got a few things happening um you know due to legalities i can't really say too much but i am definitely staying busy um my manager in the states is sam she's been busting her ass for me so and you know as soon as i get that little visa sorted i'll be back in the states and doing what i love doing excellent uh good stuff yeah Oh.
1: um with the um, when you, obviously when filming this, um, you know it started off as your trip as well to Hollywood. Did you did you set out expecting to make this documentary? I mean, obviously you're filming yourself, you know, kind of going over there, or did it sort of evolve as you were there and then just sort of said, I, "I've got something here," and and then,
0: um, yeah. Which way did it did it sort of? Come well, out? basically, I was I was sick of sitting around on my I was sick of sitting around on my ass. Yeah, so I was sitting waiting for the phone to ring. You know. Yeah, and I thought I might go to Hollywood. You know, maybe I should go to Hollywood. And I said to Major, "Man, I should go to Hollywood." She said, "Well, go and check it out." You know. So I started looking around for all the information, and I started finding that trying to get the information for visas and what you need to be in uh, in Hollywood was more than you know was really hard. You know, trying to just you know, and I, I having uh, reading problems and dyslexia and stuff like that. So that sort of makes things sort of a bit difficult. Yeah. So I sort of, you know, I still pressed on and still kept on looking and doing all that. But I sort of found that I was getting on the website and I kept on going around and around in circles. And then I thought, I talked to these other actors and then some actors were like a bit hesitant to say anything. I thought, it's, there's got to be other actors that are going through the same crap as me. Maybe I, should, maybe I should make a film about it. Yeah, yeah. And then I started, so that's when I started going, okay, I need to buy a camera. My friend said to me, you have no idea how to use a camera. I'm like, I'll oh, just use a phone, and he said, "No, no, no! You need to use a proper camera." So yeah. I went and bought this a Sony Sony camera. Yeah. And you know, I'm, um, you know, for the first time going around with the with the lens cap on, and you know, stupid <laughs> crap like that, not you know, not saving things properly, and thinking I was taking a video when I was taking a photo, and just you know, trial by error, lots of errors. Absolutely. And um, yeah, by then I just started interview. I started. Ringing people saying, "Hey, look, you obviously have problems about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you about it." And then I said to my agent, "Okay, I'm going to Hollywood. I'm going to just film everything that I, everyone I talk to." She goes, "Who are you going to talk to?" I said, "I'm going to find as many people as I can, whoever will talk to me." Yeah. So then she got involved. She got me a few people from her books over there. Yep. So that helped. And then I got involved with a few people over there. And they, so I said, "I chat to this person," and then I contacted them, and then. I ended up speaking to Craig Bennett from Studio Ten, and he got me involved with a couple of people over there in the states. And yeah. so I spoke to the you know a school over there and her and their students, and I got a few of those people from the film. And then it sort of just steamrolled. And then I was working with Aaron Jeffrey on a film uh, on a TV show over here. I think it was Blue Murder. And I sort of said to him, "Hey, you know, I'm doing this documentary. It'd be great to chat to you." And he's like, "Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Let me know when you want to win. let me know when you want to do it." Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I sort of, I had I had Aaron Jeffrey, I interviewed him, we finally went back over to AFM, started talking to people over there again, and then this one guy goes, hey, man, you're Nazi. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you know Matt Nable? And I'm like, well, I know who he is. I don't actually know him. He's like, is he in your film? I'm like, no. And he's like, would you like him to be? I'm like, well, wow. yeah, of course. I said, but, <laughs> Man, I, I can't just call him up. I don't know him. He's like, would you like his phone number? I'm like, yes, I would. (laughs) I said, can you just tee it up? You know, let him know that there's some weirdo that's going to contact him saying he'd like it to be in his documentary. He said, no problem. When I got back to Australia, I called Matt. He was like more than happy. I went down, interviewed him. Amazing guy. So knowledgeable. His interview, you know, and there's there's a small part of him in the film, but his interview went for about 35 minutes. So, I mean, you know, once I've, got the film through the festival circuit i've got here's my 60 minute film but also got 25 other interviews as well that i can sell as that sell as as a series wow wow really it's like you know so it's like all all i need is a a good distribution company And goes yeah we can see the potential in this yeah And i'll say guys you know let me come and direct it give me a cheaper give me a cheaper price and let's go let's do it so it's you know i've you know i've got you know the people that I I spoke to in the film, the people that were happy to chat to me, were happy to chat to me. Like you know, there was a few people that I I did contact, and they were like, I interviewed a few people, and they were like, "Hey man, I'm not signing a release form until I see the footage." I'm like, "Well, I'm not putting the footage in the film the way you think I'm going to put it in the film. I'm going to cut yeah. it up to uh, to go with the narrative."
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh no, I can't, I can't, I can't give you my permission to do that. So that whole, you know, and that's I'm like. Well, that sucks. I don't yeah. to, I don't, but it's also that whole day cost me money. Of course, that's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like you know, I had one actor I, I spoke to, and he just nothing he said in his interview served the narrative or the purpose, and then. Still had it in his head that he was in the film and was like, I don't want to be in the film and I don't want to do this, and you're not doing this. And I'm like, mate, you're not in the film. I took you out like ages ago. <laughs> you know, nothing you said in your interview is going to do you any good. Yeah. It's going to, not going to serve you any purpose. If anything, it might get you on the cover of Current Affairs. Yeah. <laughs> <But that's about laughs> so I was like, there's no point even putting you in the film, buddy. So yeah, he was, I, uh, you know, I just, and you know, I didn't get publicized. To... I didn't go publicising his demise or anything like that. There's no point in doing stuff like that. You know, I'm not here to drag people down. No. But I'm also not going to, you know, I'm not going to put up with crap either. So, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> so.
1: absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, you're interviewing him. I mean, you're probably trying to steer him in, on, you know, the narrative that you're trying to, uh, and if he's going off on
0: tangents and, and things like that, then that's pretty hard. And Yeah. I yeah. mean, I had another actor that just sat there and full on lied to me about everything. And I'm just like, I know I'm stupid, but I'm not that like they were telling me they are on some stupid films and they were in this in this and in that, and I'm like, <laughs> you even know maths? like that doesn't make sense. there's no way you could possibly be in that at that age. What? you've got a record, you've done this. you you haven't even left the country. Okay, this is a bad this is a bad interview. <laughs> so sort of just, gave it a miss. so it, but interviewing people like that also, was like okay it's sort of you, you after you interview us i suppose a few people a few people like that you sort of just go
1: yeah yeah well, i mean so
0: keep going Yeah, just let them play yeah, yep. <laughs> <Keep laughs> it so i mean i i managed to do that sometimes too I yeah talk too much
1: yeah. well you know
0: that's what we do on the podcast <laughs> as well so that's a good thing
1: <laughs> Um, with with all the highs and lows of everyone you was talking to, I mean, you almost need a act as anonymous sort of thing. I mean, kind of uh, you know all the all the stuff they probably need to talk through with all the uh you know the the pain and and stuff that they're probably dealing with. Like you said, you know, it's good to have a good support network of friends and family to kind of, you know, because I can imagine some of the stuff that they would be you know experiencing through the whole process would be pretty brutal. Um, in in some periods and like you said, you know, you just got to cop it on your chin and keep moving and believing in, in yourself. But yeah,
0: I can only imagine it's um yeah those I mean the sacrifices some of these actors make, you know, like they they move away from their families yeah. they put themselves in a position where, you know, over here you go into a casting, you go into a casting, you're you going up against 24 other people that yeah. might look a bit like you. Yeah. Yeah. You go to LA and you go into a casting place. And there's 300 other people that look exactly like you. Yeah. And you've actually got to be, and, and, and it doesn't matter how good you are. They've actually got to like your look. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it, it is harder, but at the same time, there is more opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, um, you know, I think it's, I think the opportunity, like, you know, it's the sacrifices of being over there away from your family I think it's the mental health. It's the, the money. Yeah. Um. It was really good to get and get a bit of a grasp on what people sort of you know let go of. Yeah. You know what's important and what's not. Yeah. Who am I going to surround myself with, and who am I not? I spoke to a few people that were surrounding themselves with with shitheads. Yeah. And then I spoke to people that were surrounding themselves with good people. Yes. Some of the people that were surrounding themselves with good people were fucking it up. Yeah. Some right. of the people that were surrounding themselves with shitheads were doing really well and vice versa. Yeah. So it was like everybody's, I think what it was, what really become apparent is everybody's stories individual, but very similar alike. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, we, you know, if I haven't been through it, somebody else has, and if that person has somebody else knows. And so everyone could sort of, you had once you start talking to other people that are going through the same stuff when you're there, and you start finding your support network. Yeah, you start to grow and you start to go, Okay, I got this. And instead of being this, I'm in a fetal position in the corner, in in that corner of the motel in Hollywood, you end up walking, oh, I go, Yeah, no, I got this. Yep, no, will I get the audition? Don't know, but you know, that's and you're back to how you are when you're here. You walk yeah. in, you do the audition, you walk out, you forget about it. Yep. And that's, you've sort of got to be the same over there, but you've, you've just got to be proactive. You've got to keep yourself busy. Yeah. You, know, you, the one of the one of the biggest scary things about Hollywood is how pretty and how inviting it is. Yeah. If you constantly look up and you're constantly looking up at everybody when you're walking around and you're going on the, and you're going out on this at nighttime and you're going to the clubs and you, Going to the acting things and all that. That's great. Keep looking up, but don't look down because then you'll realize, okay, this is real. Yeah. This is. Yeah. I mean, I spoke to a guy in 2017. He had a mansion, nice, beautiful wife, gorgeous kids, nice car, a servant, the works. Wow. Went back there early 2018. Yeah. My second. So, he, so just a year later, right? Yeah. A year later, his wife had left him because he was cheating on her. He was, you know, getting on the blow. He was, you know, she'd taken the kids and he'd sold a couple of his bikes and he'd, you know, sold a few things around the house. Jeez. But, you know, I was just like, oh, well, he's going through a breakup, whatever. Yeah. I go back there later, 2018. I oh. know. He's now living in a in a in, he's now not living in the in the house. He's living in a in a in a one bedroom apartment, right? He's still got his nice car and his nice bike. And the servant, I'm guessing, uh... <laughs> no servant, no servant. Um, he's still got you know a cupboard full of blow, <laughs> you know, no, yes, no food us. in the fridge, no food in the fridge. Some scotch. It's like yeah, okay, this guy's Hollywood. Wow. Um, he made sure he had his cigars and his cigarettes and his weed as well. So. And then I was like, okay, you're doing it rough. He's like, yeah, man, I'm getting bitches every week. And I'm like, that's really not cool, bro. Yeah. I mean, good for you, but that's not (laughs) cool. You should dial it back a bit. Anyway, I sort of left it, went back in 2019. He was on the street. Oh my gosh. Wow. Living in a tent on Hollywood Boulevard. You're kidding. Wow. By the end of the trip, and I kid you not, and I wish I could say I was joking. About two weeks before I left, I'm walking back up Hollywood Boulevard, back towards the Hollywood uh, Bernarda bungalows. And if anyone's been in Hollywood, they know it's up, up, just up near Tommy Burger on Hollywood Boulevard. Right. And to the right of me, as I'm walking up, I look to the right and there's a coronavirus. There. And they're zipping up this bag. And uh, and then there's the, the, some people there from the Hollywood um, Council on that cleaning up his tent. Oh and God. I said, what happened? He said he passed, he, he, yeah, passed oh away. He's gosh. been blind been for like, you know, six or seven hours. No one noticed. And I'm like, what? I've been giving him water. I've been giving him fruit. And they said, I think everybody has. And they opened it up and there was these crates of fruit and water and stuff like that. This guy, when I spoke to him, he was a creative man. man. He was but, a writer. Uh, he was somebody. But he let Hollywood destroy him. Jeez, that is brutal. What a story. And it's it's like, I mean, and I wish I could write the guy's story. Yeah. But I don't know him personally enough. Yes. Yeah. I just watched him deteriorate over the year, over three years, like, like three, just on three years. It's like, wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, oh, it's just a little habit to, Jeez. nothing left. So yeah. it's, and if you're not careful, yeah, you can. You know, I'm going back there. I'm going back to Hollywood, um, or back to Los Angeles, back to America. Sure. I'm going to Vegas. Yeah, because Vegas is cleaner. And I mean, look, I love, look, don't get me wrong, I love California, I love Los Angeles, I love Hollywood. Yeah. But to be more proactive, yeah, and to be more focused on my work, I don't drink and I don't do it, and I don't do gambling. So, Vegas is great because it's good, good yeah. air, it's hot, yeah. and it's cheap. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, and they're building Universal and, and Warner Brothers out there as well, so that's yeah, a great right. place to be. It is so. yeah. okay. <laughs> there you go. Well,
1: at the end of the documentary, you obviously talk about as well, you know, having gone to Hollywood, the lessons you've you've learned, and the self reflection, and and things like that as well. You know, again, now that you know a bit of time's passed since you know doing that, is there anything else that you feel like you've you've learned? And I guess for anyone who is you know looking to go, you, you sort of covered a bit in this interview and obviously on the, on the film as well, but, you know, have you got any advice or any, any other tips you would sort of recommend to anyone who is considering going to Hollywood um, from, yeah, from the lessons you sort of learned and from that reflection as well? I
0: think go, go to Hollywood. If you really want to go, go, but keep your eyes open. Keep your wits about you. Be real with yourself don't sit there and go there with this fake thing thinking that you're going to walk into hollywood and become the next brad pitt or the next angelina jolie or whatever you know most of the people that got there have had a very long road to get to that section and then when and then that when once they get there it's then again another long road um the high you know you have, surround yourself with good people, surround yourself with strong people, surround yourself with people that are going to be there for you and are going to be doing the same things you're doing. You know, if you hang out with shitheads, you're going to keep doing shithead things. Yeah. If you hang out with creative people and, and you know, that are always, let's come to this event, let's do this, we're going to a workshop, we're doing this, we're, hey, do you want to come to a reading? All that stuff is good because you never know who you who's going to be at those readings. Yeah. You never know who's going to be at that workshop. If yeah. it's a free little short film that they've said, hey, come and do this little short film with me, you know. If you got the right visa, then go ahead and do it. But don't get caught doing something without the right visa. And that's the other thing, I think I've, I I stress a lot in my film is a lot of people go over there on an err thinking that they can work. Yeah, yeah, right. And they get and they, and they get themselves they they get a IMDB credit and get themselves undone and it's like, dude, what did you do? <laughs> like, don't do that. <laughs> you want to go back to America? They are very, they really don't like it when you go over there and work when you shouldn't. So, yeah. And, and I haven't done it because I'm too scared to. Yeah. Um, I'd rather do it this way. That's why it's taken me so long to get to here. And at the end of my film, I never thought, I never actually thought I was going to move to America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm like, do I need to go? No. Do I want to go? That's yes. right. Do you I do too. To That's right. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. And I mean, now I'm, and then, then, you know, but then after my screening, I was, I came back, my manager over there is like, you need to do this, this, and this, and I want to manage you. And I'm like, Fantastic. There you. looks go. like I'm going to America. So you and, never know and, where he's going to take you.
1: And again, that was all off the back of you taking a leap and going there. And then, you know, you just never know what, what opportunities it can open
0: up even, you know? Yeah. So there you go. So get to, talk to people like yourself about the journey. I mean, yeah. You're like, you like, no, man. Here you go. Here's the real. I'm like, are you sure, buddy? Like, um, <laughs> there'd be plenty of cooler things you'd be doing on your Sunday instead of talking to me. But okay, <laughs> I'll tell you what you want to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, I also don't think I'm some god either, man. Like, there's no ego. I'm quite prepared to f- excuse the French fuck up on film, and yeah. and, and and be a, be the person that people can go, well, Sean fucked up, and he still he, he did it like ten times, and then he still got up. Yeah, and he still kept going. Yeah, I mean, I think if I had to turn around and started doing this whole, you know, if I had have made the film out to be bigger than what it was, I, that could have been a problem. And I've seen people do that as well. And that that it was also their undoing. Yeah. So it's yeah. it just a way of, I suppose, it's just, just going to be honest with yourself and that way you can be, you can get it done properly. Absolutely. And I think that's
1: what makes this film so good. It's just the you know how real it is, and you can see the emotion you've put into it, and and you know everything, all the effort, and yeah, some really real story. So,
0: well done. Well, my editor did a good job, man. Like my editor came on board, like what well, back in I think it was the end of two thousand like probably just I think it was like March or June, July, June in two thousand twenty-one. He just said, "Dude, you need a hand doing this," yeah. you know, and I'm like, "Yeah, I do," and he's like, "Look." You know, we've done the two film clips. I'll give you a crack. I'll give it a crack. And it was basically the blind leading the blind. But, you know, between many arguments backwards and forwards. Yeah. Um, he finally got it um, you know, we finally got it done. And then we got the sound and the and the color grading. And I'm, you know, I'm blown away with what, you know, yeah, the story, it's good. You know, the narration was quite interesting, you know, getting in getting in that room. I had it all written out. <laughs> and I walked in and I'm like, my name is Sean Anthony Robinson, and that is my story. <laughs> and the guy's like, stop, stop, what are you doing? And I'm like, doing the voiceover, he's like, you, David Atterborough? Like, come on. <laughs> so I just said, he said, just stupid back, man. So nice. I got my lines and basically put a line through all my lines and just simplified everything and just put it on the spot. Yeah, and did like no, four right. or five, did the same line four or five times, four or five different ways. Yeah, wow. There it's, you go. Yeah it's a good Some to get single
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. well uh the for those who are interested in seeing it, and as we said, we would definitely recommend uh, going to see this one. Because, uh, as we said, it will certainly be in our top five, uh, very high on that list. Um, um, so, yeah, definitely go and see it. Um, so, tickets are on sale now um, online. You can get them um, for all of July. Um, so, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. I'm pretty sure I think you can access it if you get uh, buy the tickets online or in cinemas. Uh, it will be playing. At, I think it's Cinema Nova. On the thirtieth of July at four forty, so tickets are on sale for that too. Uh, you can go to www.mdff.org.au, um, and that's, I believe, all the details will be there, unless I've missed anything. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Special shout out as well. I think uh, Peter Flattery. Uh, Flattery. Uh, Flat- 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 that's the one. He's a listener of ours, and I uh, know he he was talking up. Um, uh, I saw him in there as well, so shout out. He's to a him good well. bloke,
0: mate. He, he's really, he's really been pushing this for the last few. Like since he found out this film was in the festival, he's just been going gang home, mate. Like fantastic. He's one of the one of the cast, one of the very few cast, and and, and it's not a dig, but yeah. he it's he's one of the very few cast that have just gone really hardcore and just backed this film. So I mean, fantastic. all the love for Pete, mate, because he's he's done a good job at, at supporting the film. I can tell you that
1: fantastic well, that's great um final thing i was going to ask as well we always ask our guests but you know what um do you have a favorite film which is probably a hard one to put you on the spot that you personally like as in just something you've grown up with, or just a movie that you really love or even is there a genre to help you know if that's too hard to sort of narrow it down um is there a genre that you usually uh sort of go to um no that's a tough question but uh, <laughs> i got, I got two yes. i got okay. two
0: is that all right
1: yeah absolutely
0: Okay, Never Ending Story. Oh, okay, that's a good classic. Yeah, nice. and, and and the other classic is the other classic. I'm oh, a big kid. Back to the Future, the oh. trilogy. Yes, yeah. Like I'm a big kid, mate. Like they're my <laughs> they're my ultimate movies. They're the films that I watch, and I can't help. Like I I I, I don't cry in Back to the Future, but I I howl, I sob during Neverending Story.
1: Oh. I think, yeah, I haven't seen it for a while, but I think I would do too. It's uh, yeah.
0: emotional, yeah. And if I was to if I was to go into drama, I'd say what dreams may come with Robin Williams. <laughs> you know, I'm a sap, mate. I'm a big sap. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, I like to cry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh fantastic. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, uh, Sean. This has been great. And again, go and go and see um Surviving Sunset. It is definitely worth worth
0: the the watch. So yeah, thank you so much. No worries, mate. Thank you very much for the interview. And, hey, look, if you're if you're around on the night yourself, come down and come down and see the film. I've got a free ticket for you. So Hey, there we go. Awesome. Um, yeah, not, I've got one. For, I mean, I'm talking to you, bro. I've got yeah, one for you. Yeah, no, that out, sounds so. great.
1: I'll take you off. Yeah, like mate. That um, sounds great.
0: I'll be down on the 21st. So it'll be oh, good fantastic. to catch up with a few people. So it'll be oh, good. Excellent. Yeah, and thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you for your time. Yeah, it's been, been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank yeah. you. Sweet. Sweet.